As far back as I could remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. I don't want no scrub. A scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me. Hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. I don't want no scrub. A scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me. Hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. Are you entertained? The Scrubs Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Scrubs Podcast on Are You Entertained? We hope everyone is staying safe and healthy, of course. Um, it's really hard to coordinate four people's schedules all at once um, and find a time that works for everybody. With that being said, this is our first Scrubs Podcast since July. It's crazy. We're back better than ever, bigger than ever. Let's go. Um, on this show, we talk about music, movies, TV, sports, and a little bit of gaming thrown in there. I'm Trey Lessio, the Dawn of Entertainment, alongside Cousin Cam, Brother Ty, Cousin Cade. We're all here. We're ready. Let's get this bread. Um, we are in the midst of finals game two, so maybe we'll give you some live updates. Uh, if anybody wants to be on that grind, then go for it. Um, since we've taken so much time, we have a lot to talk about and get into. So let's do it right away. We are going to do our pop culture headlines. Let's start with movies and TV because that seems to have the most. Um, right off the bat, let's talk. Uh, first of all, I guess, how's everybody doing? Doing good. Living the dream, baby. Living the dream. Staying safe. What up, everyone? All right, all right. Let's let's just get into it here. So, I would say probably the biggest news recent is Jamie Foxx. It was announced that he is reprising his role as Electro for Spider-Man Three, and that is the Tom Holland Spider-Man uh, because we have the whole messiness of the Sony universe and the Marvel universe. But it is it's announced that. Jamie Foxx is coming back now. If you remember, he was in The Amazing Spider-Man 2 with Andrew Garfield. Um, so, to be honest, I don't even know if I watched those movies. I just heard they were bad. Um, but he's reprising his role for Spider-Man 3. So, it has a little bit of potential to be messy here. But what is your guys' biggest takeaway from this information? Who wants the floor first? I'll, I'll go first. Um... This might be a hot take, but but I want to see I don't want to see Jamie Foxx in any movie until we get him as Mike Tyson. I want to see him shooting with the left, shooting with authority. That that trailer or that little teaser was too much. Just leave us hanging on. Um, but in terms of this Spider-Man news, uh, 
I think Jamie Foxx himself is a phenomenal actor. So excited to see him in the MCU and the Spider-Man. Um, I don't know how messy it makes it, uh, but I, I, I'm here for this. I think uh, he'll do a good job in, in, in the Spider-Man movie. Electro is a pretty cool character. I think it, it suits him. So let me just say one thing about the Mike Tyson thing. It's funny you bring that up because literally that resurfaced, I think, this year. Or <laughs> Yeah, but that clip is like two years old. It's crazy. Um, so that that has been in the works for a long time. I hope we I hope it comes to fruition and we see it because the intro the intro as described by Jamie Fox is chilling. It's crazy. So hopefully we get that. But um, you got anything for Spider Man three? Yeah. And then actually, Kate. Then Kate could go. I wasn't even thinking about the whole uh, Mike Tyson thing. So I, I'm with that. But. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is a cool role. I mean, I think that they're definitely setting up the Sinister Six right here. I mean, because he's a pretty key character for that. Yeah. So I think, right, I saw a graphic the other day that showed five, they currently have about five villains. So let's that. let's let's break it down here. So Vulture, yep. Michael Keaton. So Electro. Then do you include... Shocker. Okay, so Shocker yep. from the first one. Uh-huh. Um, are you going to include Scorpion that they yep. tease at the end? Mm-hmm. Are we are we under the impression Mysterio is still alive? Yes, I think so. I mean, we've seen enough to, that, we, that he we, could that he could with pull the MCU. That. If they're if you never see them go into the ground, they could still be alive. All right. So how many is that right there? That's five. That's five. Yeah. So there's going to be one more reveal. Uh-huh. Will it be Venom? Because could there be. might be some. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'm. They're I definitely going to set up. That's the way six. they're trending. Right. So. I could see that for sure. What do you think, Cade? Uh, I think Electro's a good villain for Spider-Man 3. I don't really think it's going to get messy because Marvel and stuff good. So I can yeah. have a hot take. I can have a, a, a rebuttal to that. Um, okay. I personally think that th- so I think moving forward in this next phase we're going to get the multiverse. I think that's, you know, confirmed with, especially with the title of Doctor Strange. Um, especially with the WandaVision trailer that we're going to talk about. It kind of has multiverse vibes, if you will. But especially we know that there's a Spider-Verse specifically. And there has been, I don't know if it's more fanfare that they want it to see all of Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and um, Tom Holland come together in one movie for Spider-Verse. So I could absolutely see them going back in the amazing Spider-Man world and pulling Jamie Foxx, similar to what we're going to see with DC Michael Keaton coming back as the old Batman and that whole Flashverse or whatever that's called. But I could I could see it being a tie in the multiverse where he's not just reprising his role. And I could be totally wrong, but... Um, I definitely think we're going to get multiverse in this next phase, so I can easily see it being a tie to that. With that being said, with the messiness part, I if anybody can get it right, it's going to be Marvel, 100%. But I will, I am going to predict that this phase is going to be a lot messier and maybe a little bit worse than the last phase. So because just because Marvel had all of that arc going and i think they're frozen but they had all that going and then 
this they we don't really know what's going for him now. Now, I mean, they they could wrap it around. It could be great. We could have Fantastic Four and X Men eventually coming. But right now, it's kind of left up. Like you could do so much bad and good with the multiverse. So I don't know. That's my hot take. But anybody have anything for that? No, I agree with the multiverse thing. Yeah. Might have I have the game I have the game streaming, but I think it's messing with the connection on the internet. So sorry. Um. So yeah, somebody's gonna have to check the score every once in a while. But uh, yeah. So does anybody else have anything for uh, Jamie Fox and the Spider-Man Hulk deal? No, that's it. Yep. All right. We're sticking with Disney then. Um, It was also announced that Samuel Jackson is set to play Nick Fury in an upcoming Disney Plus series. Um. It's cool. I like this this news. Um, but what do you think a show like this will look like? Because to me, and and you got, I feel like you guys are more Marvel buffs, if you will. I'm more of a casual fan when it comes to Marvel. But it seems to me like Samuel Jackson is a is a strong character. Excuse me, Nick Fury is a strong character, but he's more kind of in the background, like like. He leans more on the the main superhero characters, and so the fact that he's going to get his own Disney Plus series does that mean that all a lot of these superheroes will appear in this Disney Plus series? So, what do you what do you guys think this will look? Like? You're a Marvel guy. What do you think? I didn't, are, are we sure it's his own series, or he's or he's using the role in a, in a series that? Like is already announced, or I believe, yeah. So no, it it's it was announced that it's a Nick Fury series, to my knowledge, at least. That's how I took it. I don't know. I I did got, you take it differently? I, got, I, t- I took it more. He's gonna be like helping out. Let's say I was thinking more like because Falcon's gonna be the new Captain America, that he was gonna be like assisting him with that. That's kind of how more I. Took so it. you took it as he's he's going to appear in more stuff. Yeah, what? that's how I took it, okay. rather than his own. Okay, suit. I'm gonna but look. I'm gonna look that. this up. It very well could be that, and if it is that, I mean, there's a lot to go off of with the whole shield organization. Right. I was gonna say he's the head of that, so I mean, that's probably what they would work off of. Other than that, since we don't really know, I couldn't really tell you. For me, if it's his own series, it kind of reminds me of that Agents of Shield. I don't know if you guys ever seen any of that, but that's like boring. So. <laughs> really, really hoping it's not that. Yeah, or like Agent Agent Carter. I could see it being if if it's a standalone series like that, it could be like Agent Carter. Um, I could see it being a but. Yeah. It's kind of left up for interpretation, just the headline of it. But yeah, when I when I heard, when I read this headline, it's it it made me think of Agents of Shield. Obviously, it's going to be a lot bigger and probably better just because it's Disney Plus and Samuel Jackson. So, bigger A-listers um, in in the program. Um, my just whole thing is like I don't I don't think we need like a essentially it's a police procedural. I know they're not police, but think of them as FBI agents. So essentially, it's an FBI show set in the in the Marvel universe. And that's cool, but I don't know, like, I, I don't know. Like, it, so what the, the next question I put on, 
if you could choose any character Marvel franchise storyline, does Nick Fury even come in your top ten to give a Disney show to? It I would think of way more, you know, cool characters to create a show for than Nick Fury. I'm sure it has ties into what's next and the movies coming forward and the series, but I don't know. I just Hey, I'll what? say Well, I'll I mean say it could be Go ahead, Ty. Go ahead. I was just say it's Samuel Jackson. Let him chase the bag. Don't worry about what he's on. Uh, I think like it, it, even if it's a standalone series, it will probably be entertaining. One, I'm just excited and interested in more Disney Plus content um, coming out in the near future. Uh, so if they put it out, I'm sure it'll get a lot of hits. Here's the thing with Disney Plus and Marvel, like. We're going to get Mandalor- two Mandalorian seasons before we get uh, a Dis- uh, Marvel series at all. I think, I mean, I, I, obviously we're all big fans of Mandalorian, but I think they personally did a disservice. Now, granted, COVID happened, so it's a little hard. We probably would have gotten something already if COVID didn't hit and they can have productions going. But... Um, I don't know. I think in the grand scheme of things, I think Disney hurt itself a little with not having a Marvel show ready to go. Maybe not at launch, but close to launch because I, I, I'm ready for a Marvel series. WandaVision is going to be the first one. We're going to talk about that, but um, they have a lot scheduled, but they haven't, they haven't given it anything to us yet. Now, if it's anything like Mandalorian, it's going to be huge and everyone's going to love it and it's going to be great. Mandalorian was nominated for Emmys. So um, the the quality goes with the, the mass appeal and the popularity. So I'm sure Mar- it'll be the same when it comes to Marvel shows. But pretty interesting that, that Nick Fury is going to get his own series, if that's you know how it was taken. But let's have some fun here. So... Um, the question is, if you could choose any Marvel character, franchise, group of people, storyline, we don't have to go top 10, but give me like a couple. What, what would you guys pick? And it doesn't even have to be a Disney Plus show. It could be a movie. I don't know. What do you want to see in Phase 5 that hasn't been announced quite yet? I already know two. I think the two is easy. Fantastic Four and X-Men. I think we all want to see that. Yeah, and um, with the next little bullet point, we're gonna get to Fantastic Four a little bit. But aside from those, can you guys think of anything else you'd like to see? Um, especially with Chadwick Boseman, or uh, I, I'd be interested to see what they do with uh, uh, Black Panther moving forward. Uh, not specifically towards Disney Plus, but just in general. Yeah. Because a Black Black Panther two is scheduled in this phase, it it is. I so th- we can just talk about this now um, because you brought it up. But obviously, Chadwick Boseman died. R.I.P. Such a tragic thing. Um, still sad about it. I I personally think they should not replace him. Uh, I think it would be cool to you know give him that role and have that be his legacy towards Disney and Marvel. I think though they could get away with not replacing him and having Shuri and Akoye, is it Koye? Akoye. I think they could replace him as the next Black Panther. I think they could 
the Black Panther, and that's how they move it forward. Um, I, I I personally don't want to see him be replaced. That's just me. What do you What do you guys think on that? And then I know you had something you wanted to say about the like your wish list, if you want, or you guys tell me your wish list too. But there's a lot on the table there, so Cam, go ahead. Yeah, I think I think you'd be just fine with Shuri taking the role over Urquhart, whichever one it doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't want to see him recast it. And then, as far as my wish list, I uh, for a series, I think it'd be cool to see one based around Killmonger. Even though I think Michael B. Jordan may be a little too high price for him, I'm not sure. So you're saying like a prequel? Yeah, like, like a prequel. And then, obviously, my my number one wish list movie is Galactus because that is the biggest scale villain there is, even larger than Thanos, I think. So are you saying that you want to see him in the movies or you want to see a Galactus movie? Because I, I would be I would be down for a Marvel villain movie. That would be sick in my opinion. I think opinion. I think either or would be fantastic. I think I think Galactus could get his own movie. He's gonna be one of the coolest villains. And he's the planet eater, right? Yeah, he's he created all the planets and they just he destroys them and this and that. Huh. Do you think I, we I think so. I think if one of our later bullet points, if, if King the Conqueror isn't the next big villain, then it's Galactus. It has to be. Yeah. Okay. My wish list is already made. I wanted Loki and Doctor Strange, and I got stuff coming out for both of those, so I'm pretty excited. Okay. Ty, do you, do you have a wish list that often Marvel geek fandom? Not, not really. Uh, like I said, I'm interested to see what they do with uh with what they do with Black Panther. Um kind of, I would be happy I think there's two ways to go about it. Um I don't I don't think they should recast kind of like what you guys said. Um I'd be fine with the sister taking over. But I was reading an interesting uh thing where you could, uh there's a world where you can use the time stone and go back and have Killmonger be the Black Panther, and I'd be fine with Michael B. Jordan taking over. Uh, I think that'd, that'd be, be another route. That'd, but, be, that'd be cool. Yeah, in, in terms of... Uh, I, I'm excited to see what they're going to do with Falcon and uh, taking over as Captain America. I think there's a lot of interesting uh, things in the works for Marvel in the upcoming phase, but I think they're... And I, we can, we're going to talk about it in a little bit, but I think we're going to get, I, I foresee a little fatigue and like, we're going to get Ant-Man 3, a lot of sequels and uh, thirds of movies. It's like, I'm, they're going to have to do a good job of introducing new characters and pushing forward storylines with old characters. It, it's, it could get a little tricky and I don't know if we're going to get fatigued, but hopefully Marvel finds a way to uh, stay creative like they always do. Um and make this phase really interesting. Actually, I just thought of two more that I really want. Um, I would love to see Daredevil and Punisher come back. Get, it, it, I don't know the whole thing with Netflix because uh, the contracts expire with Netflix and then Marvel slash Disney has the rights to revamp them or bring them back. Um, I honestly think it was 2020 when the contract ended, so they could. I would love to for the actors to stay because both the actors who played Daredevil and The Punisher, respectively, were absolutely phenom phenomenal. And that would create a more grounded level Marvel 
I don't want to say universe, but side to this next phase because we're definitely going cosmic, if you will, with the Eternals. You're going to have Guardians of the Galaxy, you got Thor, Love and Thunder. So there's going to be a lot of powerful, like superpower type stuff. Whereas the Avengers, a lot of it was obviously science fiction, but you have Captain America and Hulk and Iron Man, who they were very much grounded characters. Whereas Thor and Guardians of the Galaxy are very, and Thanos, they were all very CGI esque, if you will. Let's just say it, put it that way. Like, uh, so if you brought something like a Daredevil or the Punisher, or even Iron Fist, if they wanted to bring back all the defenders with uh, Iron Fist and Jessica Jones, it, it would be a much more grounded world. So could be interesting. Um, Ty, with your uh, going back with the Time Stone thing with Killmonger, I mean, if they are going to open up this multiverse, which I definitely think they're going to, that is absolutely something that they could do. So I wouldn't rule it out 100% that it is such a far-fetched thing because I think it could happen. So anything else on that one, guys? Nope. I mean, if you're going cosmic, the perfect villain is Galactus and the Celestials. Yeah, yeah which is that's like true. The largest scale. Well, I think we are going to... Isn't it confirmed we're going to get Celestials with the Eternals? Yeah, and those are connected to Galactus. Yeah, it's connected. So... Absolutely, it could happen. Um, so let's just go right into it, sticking with Marvel, Marvel heavy on this pod. Um, but Jonathan Majors, he's from The Five Bloods, probably my favorite movie so far in 2020 uh, on Netflix and um, Lovecraft Country on HBO. Absolutely great, great upcoming actor. He's, he's excellent. Uh, but he will play King the Conqueror in Ant-Man 3. When this news first broke, um, it was kind of a jaw dropper that he's going to be in Ant-Man 3 because everyone I saw on Twitter was saying that this character is a Fantastic Four villain. And so a lot of people are saying, okay, that this all but confirms the Fantastic Four is coming. Um, and then Cam and I were talking and ex so explain to me King the Conqueror. Like he oh, yeah. opens so up. Yeah. Timelines, essentially, well, or something, right? He doesn't... Basically, what he does is, like, when the Avengers decided they were going to change history, how it was written, basically, by going in time and taking the stones and changing how their course was d done, basically what King the Conqueror does is he capitalizes on where they make splits in the time timeline. So, basically, I read... I was reading up on it to get even more acquainted with what was coming. And like one of the times he like it just clicked and he was like um pharaoh of egypt or something and he just capitalizes and basically takes advantage of the the splits in the timeline which then so gives it, him advantage it's it's but what you're basically saying that sounds like a multiverse thing right yeah exactly so 100 yeah. this is going to be heavy on the multiverse in my opinion and i think all of these could tie to the multiverse especially the next trailer we're about to talk about wandavision but um, if you're telling me like the crux of his character is split, splitting timelines and going back in time, mm -hmm. I think that's 100% multiverse. So, and I think that's why it's an Ant-Man three so right. perfectly because that it goes the, right in hand in hand with the quantum right. realm. Yeah, quantum realm. Yeah, yeah. 
What do you guys think of Kang the Conqueror? Are you excited? Do, uh, the next question, I guess, for you guys that you can and you can answer too, Cam. But uh, is he going to be the next big bad? Is he going to be the next Thanos, or is it going to open up like Cam was saying with Galactus? And is I I don't know the comics by heart, but do Kang the Conqueror and Galactus work together or something? I I don't know that, but. Um, do you think you were shaking your head, Cade? So tell me who you think the big bad is if it's not going to be King the Conqueror. Well, Galactus has a good shot at it, but I don't think they have the first villain in the earth. I don't think he's going to be the big bad. He just doesn't seem like it. I don't know. Galactus seems like a good villain for that. And Maya, I don't think he's going to be the big bad just because I don't think. Ant-Man 3 is the movie to introduce him on. But, uh, I don't I don't see how you you I don't see there there's no way that you don't introduce the big bad when it's not I I feel like Spider-Man's going to be the like ha- taking over the torch moving forward. I don't see how you don't inter- integrate him into the the main storyline of this phase. Let me play devil's advocate just on a couple points there. So, if you think about Thanos, I, I believe they introduced him in the first Guardians Avengers. It was the first Avengers. Yeah. Because like you actually saw a cut scene. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that that my point falls on there. I thought I thought that he was introduced in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy in the last cut scene, but okay. So he's in the Avengers, but. Um, even so, he's in end cutscenes and he builds himself that way. So even if we see him in an Ant Man three cutscene, that could be his just first appearance, and then we'll see him in the next big team up movie or something. Um, I do want to also say I feel like I had another point there, but I forgot what I was going to say. But I will say if if Kang the Conqueror does become the big bad, I think it's very cool. Um, on the inclusion side of things, that we're going to see Jonathan Majors and a black actor who's up and coming and is going to be a star 100%, um, that he will be the big bad villain, if that is the case. I think that's very cool. And with the times that we're in right now, that's something that we need is more inclusion. And it's just cool to see a, a really good actor get a big role like this that has the potential to be the big bad in multiple movies, even if he isn't, it's still, it's still cool, but yeah. yeah. Anything else? Uh, I got one more thing. Yeah, I think even, even if he's not the big bad, I could see this villain as constantly returning, returning. Cause as much as he uses the timeline to his advantage, even if you, let's say he dies, he could come back as a different form of himself, essentially from a different timeline. I think that this is someone see returning but not necessarily the big bad yeah. should be kind of the first time they ever did that right like loki yeah i was just gonna say yeah exactly. like loki vibes exactly like that okay okay cool uh we're sticking with marvels again on their next bullet point uh the wandavision trailer dropped kind of a short trailer but uh this seemed to be a sitcom of sorts um number one indicator of that is the laugh track in it and i think they even announced beforehand that this is going to be a completely different thing that they've ever done before um the laugh track indicates that it's going to be a sitcom which is super weird for something on a 
streaming service like Disney Plus, normally laugh tracks are shows like Seinfeld and sh- like old sitcoms that are actually filmed in front of a live audience. So it it, it felt weird, but it also felt kind of cool because we haven't really seen that in a show like this. So in that regard, it felt different. Um, the 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 main thing that intrigued me, I put it on here in this trailer was Catherine Hahn's character. Um, she says, "Am I dead?" And vis- it's when she's in the car, and it looked like she was dressed for Halloween or something. Uh, and she says, "Am I dead?" And Vision says, "Why would you think that?" And she says, "Because you are," which is super interesting because going into this, watching this trailer, you're thinking, at least I was thinking okay, where is Vision in this timeline? He is dead. We didn't see him in uh, Endgame, really. Um, and then and then we get a, a full series of him, and you're thinking, why is that? And then you we know of the whole multiverse put, potentially opening up, and then she says, because you're dead. It just feels like this is more and more of the multiverse, and alternate timelines and different dimension type things. Um, what do you guys take from that line specifically? Is it more multiverse? What, what, do you, what are your takeaways? For me, uh, I don't know. Any of you ever played Saints Row 4? No. They stole no. it from Saints Row 4. The that way one. Saints Row 4 starts is you're in a the exact same time period, like the 1950s. And you have to break out of this simulation by doing the wrong things. So my guess is that they're going to, like when they're at the dinner table and they ask them where they're from, and they don't really say because I don't think they know, they're, they're going to break the simulation that they're in or break whatever they're in. I can see that. I can and see I, that. I, I don't think it's a sitcom. I just think that one part is. Yeah. Also, I did like how... Uh, they had the mom from that '70s show in the sitcom piece. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, that was a good casting. Yep. Yeah, yeah. This just, this this just isn't. This just doesn't do it for me. It's, I'm not super into this. Uh, I I saw the trailer um, and just wasn't very appealing to me. Uh, I think it has potential. Maybe um, I'll uh, put it on the back burner, but I'm not overly excited for this one ty's not excited for the first marvel show i'm excited for it i'm really excited for it so i'm more excited i'm I'm more excited for winter soldier and falcons uh salty that it got pushed back but so that leads me to our next bullet point so rumors are floating around that uh wandavision could debut on disney plus and at first i saw it was october uh, 30th, which would be the same date as Mandalorian 2, Season 2. But I feel like, from a marketing standpoint, that's stupid of them. Um, so I saw, it was like, apparently leaked on a, I don't know what country, but some the country a, a different country's uh, trailer, and they tagged the, the date, and it was October 30th. So it could have been a mistake, I don't know. Um, I'm also hearing early to mid-November that this could come out. Either way, it's going to be the first Marvel series that we get on Disney Plus. Um, that also, in in connection with that, Ty was talking about uh, Falcon and Soldier. Disney moved that, that series 
uh, back because so this is a rumor that I heard apparently because we need to see Black Widow before we can see Falcon and Winter Soldier. There are reportedly some ties to the two, which is cool. Uh, I mean, Marvel is 100% known for doing that. Um, but it's a little weird if that is the case because Black Widow is a prequel. And I'm sure it could potentially just be a post credit scene uh, where it cuts away to them or something. I don't know. But what? first of all, what do you, what do you speculate on? on that and then also you can tie in um with WandaVision being the first one and when you think that drops what do you guys think i'll go ahead and go first go for um it. i don't know i wouldn't put it past disney to put it out basically the same day because if, if, if your point is like oh from a marketing standpoint you don't want to do the same day well then you, you you may as well wait until the mandalorian's over for that season yeah and do you really want to put it out and when December? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't know if I want to do that. So my guess is it'll come out around the same time. And then as far as the Black Widow thing, my guess is it's end, end cutscene purposes because right. that's what they always do. I could be wrong, but my guess that's what's, what it's going to be. So I can't really tell what exactly aside from it's probably the end cutscene. So the whole thing's going to re- be a prequel and then it'll finish probably hand the torch over That's to um, yeah. who's the other guy yell the 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 one in the, the sister? white suit yeah. sister i don't know probably hand the baton to her and then the cutscene will tie the whole thing together That's, That's my probably guess. what it'll be yeah. yeah what do you think kate i agree with that i also just hope it comes as soon as possible i'm ready for more Mar- marvel and star wars oh uh, the yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, we'll keep we'll keep it moving. Sticking with Disney Plus, we're gonna move it a little to Star Wars now. I know Kate's ready for that. The Mandalorian two, the Mandalorian season two, excuse me, trailer dropped. Super cool trailer. I was super excited when this uh, hit the internet. Uh, the voiceover said. We we don't have. I mean, if we want to break down little by little, I just put the big things. Uh, the voiceover says about Baby Yoda to Mando, "You must reunite it with its own kind." So to me, that makes it feel. So the first season was basically uh, Mando going on mission after mission. I personally think we're going to see throughout this. Uh, season an eight episode mission of him dropping off baby Yoda and Ahsoka is going to get in the way and the dude with the dark saber is going to get in the way who we saw at the is it Moff Gideon something like that the dude the dude with the dark saber at the end of season one is going to get in the way that's what I foresee happening Um, I'm excited that we're going to get Jedi in this one because they also talk about Jedi in the trailer when the voiceover says uh, Jedi, they cut to like an orange face female Jedi. I don't think it's Ahsoka. I think it's a different character. I think that was confirmed on the internet. I don't know who you might know, but what are you guys thinking about this trailer? So I really like the trailer. One, my favorite thing was the way they talk about Jedi because from the movies, it kind of seems like Jedi are a normal thing, but in the universe, like 
most people don't even like think they're real so like they don't say jedi at first they say like space sorcerers 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 or something like that and they make them seem kind of bad yeah because they get painted as bad and stuff like that i'm really excited for the season two to come out and uh that girl, I think it was confirmed on Twitter that it's not Ahsoka. I, I thought so, too. Uh, but I'm pretty sure we're going to see Ahsoka, even if, even if it's for a little bit, because it's confirmed she's getting her own live-action series. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we see her for a little bit, and then that leads to the live-action series for her. I can absolutely see that. Um, do you think... I'm trying to, uh, before I say this, I'm trying to think of the timeline, but do you think at any of this could tie into the Obi-Wan series that we're going to get? I'm trying to think of timeline-wise if that would work. Uh, maybe. Uh, I'm not sure. I can't, yeah, I don't, I can't <laughs> top my head about that, but um, what, do you have any thoughts on this trailer? What do you think? Yeah, the trailer was dope. I'm a casual Star Wars right. fan, so I thought the tra- I just watched the trailer. Our fandoms like, are flipped. You're yeah. like a hardcore Marvel. Yeah. I'm a hardcore Star Wars. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, and I thought the trailer was super cool, and I really enjoy The Mandalorian, but outside of that, I don't think too hard on these kind of things, because, I don't know. They're cool, though. I like watching Mandalorian. He's punting, basically. Ty, yeah, what do you think? Happening. I think this is the way. Um, I... I'm excited for this. Uh, I'm thinking it's going to be another successful series for Disney Plus. Um, I think Mandalorian is their is their ace right now, and they're going to ride it. Uh, I think we're going to get a lot of. I'm interested to see Baby Yoda, and when they're talking about the tie, like, getting back to the Jedi being like his kind. It, I know there was speculation in the so first it, season. It's a force. Well, I know there was speculation in the first season that there was, like, a Yoda species. Right. Um, so I didn't know, like, if that's what they were talking about or if they are talking about the Jedi as his his kind. Um, so I, I think it, it's going to be super sick, especially you bring in, you bring in Jedi um, to the Mandalorian. They, it's going to be awesome. And then, uh, Kate, this is a little tidbit for you. And I, I'm trying to... I'm trying to quickly think of her name, but uh, the the Sadine who died, spoiler alert, sorry, in um, Clone Wars, what's her daughter who goes with the crew? I can't remember her name, but I think there are rumors that she's going to appear in this as well. That'd be sweet. She, she has red hair. I can't yeah. remember. Yeah, I can't remember the name either, but that would be pretty sweet. Yeah, she was in Rebels as well. I don't, I, I don't. Have you seen Rebels? No, I haven't. Okay, but uh, either way, I, I, I've heard rumors that she's also going to appear in this season, which it would be super cool. The more ties to like things like Clone War, like I, it, it just makes it super cool in my opinion. But me too. Super excited for Mandalorian season two. Like Ty said, it, it's. It's Disney Plus's ace in the hole from the from the jump. It has been so they're going to capitalize on it. I'm just excited we're getting this. I was so surprised that um, they dropped the trailer with the October 30th date. They must have it. Number one, it must have been a lot of CGI, and they could do it in a green room. Or number two, 
they had a lot already shot before everything shut down in March or whatever it was. So super interesting with how the schedules lined up and how we're getting a full season. So really excited that we're getting this. I, I, this is this is honestly the first thing I've been sincerely excited pop culture wise. I've been excited for a bunch of movies this year, but this just seems kind of on a different level of fandom. So, so we'll see how it turns out. I'm excited. We don't have too much longer to wait. So, moving on, sticking still with Disney Plus. Disney Plus has been in the news a lot. Um, anybody want to try at these names, or am I going to butcher them myself? Tati Maslani lands the role for She Hulk, and Eamon. Villani lands the role for Mrs. Marvel, a.k.a. Camilla Khan, uh, for their respective Disney Plus series. So Disney and Marvel is putting a lot of stock in new undiscovered talent. Um, the, the, one who's pl- the, the girl who's playing Mrs. Marvel in the Kamala Khan uh, series is super young. She looks almost like middle school age. So she, I don't know if she really has been in a lot. Um, so it's cool to see. I, I think this is the way to go. Because um, if you think about it in terms of like a Star Wars where um, The Force Awakens, we didn't really know Daisy Ridley, who played Rey. We didn't really know um, John Boyega, who played Finn, before they blew up as Star Wars. And now they're everywhere and they're big name I think, I think this has the potential to do the same. Uh, Tatiana Maslani, I think, has been in some other stuff. But uh, the other girl, Iman Balani, uh, I don't think she's been in really anything. So I could definitely see these roles blowing them up, if they will, and then becoming huge stars, which is a cool thing for Disney. Um, it's kind of a risk, but at the same time, I think it can pay off for them, especially if it's a superhero type show. What do you guys think of their picks? Would you have liked to see more star power? Would you Would you guys rather have seen a, a name that you recognize? I I don't I don't really have a strong opinion. Um, if they can If they can act, they can act. If they, they can play the role, then, then I'm here for it. I like grabbing <laughs> the no names and just showing everyone that they're good actors. They don't have to be in big movies before that i like that all right all right and then just do you have anything on that? no i mean i just don't see these like roles not not the actors or actresses no shade to them i just don't see these roles being like that large you know what i mean i don't know bro i could see them i mean they're gonna actually, be- kamala khan actually is yeah a pretty big one because yeah i mean she's in that new Avengers game. I, I feel like we're definitely going to see these characters morph into the movies, I think, in one way or another, even if it's cameos, even if it's little things. I still think yeah. these shows, because d- don't forget, um, what's the other one that they haven't casted yet? Uh, damn it. Um, there's, another, there's another one that I will think of here in a minute that they haven't casted, um, but I would bet you money that within the next few, couple weeks, we'll probably hear of an announcement for, that they casted. Uh, God, it's, it's 
I'll think of it. I'll think of it. But there's another character who they announced in this. Uh, remember when we were at uh, Bordy's, the pizza place, mm-hmm. and they announced at one of the Disney expos or whatever, all those shows. Yeah. There was one more, and I cannot think of the name off the top of my head right now. I thought I just had, though, is I would much rather see him go with the undiscovered talent yeah. in, in a more minor role forcing a big name into a more minor role and then trying to make it a major role yeah. just doesn't quite fit. That's actually so a really good point. Much yeah. rather see that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right, anything else in this one or should we kick into music a little bit? Before we do that, our last bullet point, we kind of hit on it, but Chadwick Boseman passed away. Super super sad, man. Like just to think uh he didn't really tell anybody. I mean, I'm sure he told his family and all that, but to the public we we didn't know this until we got the announcement that he passed away. And so looking back, he played all of those Black Panther roles when he had cancer. And it's just insane to me, the strength and resiliency. It, 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 it's just a crazy thing and super sad because he was an outstanding talent. Um, from everything that I've heard from different actors and uh, people behind the scenes, he was a great guy, uh, so it just sucks to see a, a talent like this go so so early. So, rest in power, King Wakanda. Wakanda forever. All right, uh, let's get into some music because with the time that we kind of took off, there has been a ton of music. Um, kind of, I, I don't want to say like no big stars, but um, some some big stars. Some, <laughs> some Cam's pointing to big stars. Some big stars on the list, <laughs> but that's just a song. The album hasn't come. All right, so how about this? Should I just list off all of what we want to discuss, and then we can decide which ones we want to break in detail and whatnot? Yeah. Sure. I have not listened to all of these. I'll be huh. straight up. Well, all of them. That's though. fair. That's that's fair. I don't assume. I I don't, yeah, I, I didn't think you listened to all of them. I, think, I didn't combine. You probably listened to them all. Yeah, I mean, I've listened to all of them. I'm not gonna flex, but anyway, <laughs> uh, Savage Mode Two, Twenty One Savage, Metro Boomin came out today. Anniversary by Bryson Tiller came out today. Um, I threw this one in there because I really like this album. Who made the sunshine? By Westside Gun, member of Griselda. This was his debut album on Shady Records, dropped today. Only for Dolphins, Action Bronson dropped last week. Spill, 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 Spillage Village, their album <laughs> came out last week. I really enjoyed that one. Um, the single franchise by Travis Scott with Young Thug and MIA came out last week. Detroit 2 by Big Sean. This is his first album in three, two, two years. Either way, it's been a while. Uh, that was a couple weeks ago. We have uh, the big song by Drake with Lil Durk, Laugh Now, Cry Later. We have the huge hit pop by Cardi B and Megan The Stallion. Uh, Gifted, I threw this one in there because I know Cam's a big fan by Corday and Roddy Rich. Uh, Limbo by Amine, and of course, No Pressure by Logic. That's probably the oldest one on this list. Um, so there's been a lot, and there's been even more than that, but I wanted to kind of make it a concise little list. What do you guys want to talk about? Should we go in chronological order in terms of most recent? Stop playing, man. Let's go with Savage. No. All right. Uh, we, we can start with Savage, bro. That's fine. All right. 
it, it appears that Cam has some strong opinions on this. So I'll let him no, do his thing, ahead. and you then know, I'll, I I'll dunk on say first. You really, no, I'm just saying. Okay. I'll say, okay. I'll say, I'll say the, the Morgan Freeman uh, narration thing, that was rad. That was dope. So, no, so I, cool. I was not expecting that. You know, I was, that hit, that was dope. Um, I'm not. In terms not, of, go ahead. Go ahead no, I just, in terms of the album, I the one with Drake is an absolute bop. Um, it was pretty good um, for the most part. Uh, it, it's probably not Trey's cup of tea at all. Um, but it, 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 21 stuck to what he's good at and what he didn't get too much outside of his normal uh, MO. So it, uh, it, it did its job. You ready for me? Yeah, you let's do it. Like, yeah, like, hold on, let me go first one, so I can. Okay, the, all one right. Drake is, the one with Drake is absolute, absolute gas. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, for me, Morgan Freeman brought the album to a different level. Like that, that was, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> that was so cool. His own it, on the rats and so snitches, cool. rats oh and God. snitches one. Yeah, that, that was one was awesome. Uh, the Drake song, I wish it was a little more sped up. Because I feel like it's kind of a, it's not a slow song, but it's slower than the rest of the album. It's know. certified lover boy esque. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, pretty much. And then I just need to listen to it more to pick more songs. Honestly, I don't have too many sticking out to me right now. Okay. I just say what a what a combination. Morgan Freeman. Like, I would that never have thought. That. <laughs> also, <laughs> the album cover is trash. No, I no, I, it, I was in the camp garbage. of it's like ninety thousand. I was in the camp of trash, and then I completely flipped on it. I think it's awesome. I love it. Well, it made me think of old school Lil yeah. Wayne. Yeah, that's why I hate it. I don't know. What? <laughs> you don't like old school Lil Wayne? Well, in the time it was cool, like but this is twenty twenty. Come if on. It was like the Savage Mode one cover, I probably would have been a little more excited. But yeah. Okay, so I have some thoughts on this album. So number one, Morgan Freeman was the best part of the album. I'm sorry, <laughs> but it, it definitely was. Uh, so the trailer came out, and Morgan Freeman was on that, and I was like, "What?" I figured it would just—he would just be in the trailer. But then he's on the intro, and I was like, "Okay, he's going to do the intro." Little do I know, he's narrating the whole album. I was like, "Okay, that's a flex. That was dope." So I will give it to Morgan Freeman. That was sick. Here's my thing with 21 Savage. Like, I'm all for, like, a trap album, whatever. It's not my favorite. No, you're not. You're not. <laughs> you're not. I know that. Don't lie. No, I, it's not my favorite. I just said. You like, said I'm all for it, though. Like, okay. Yeah, on, I, we know you're not. You I was, was kind of just, I was trying to be nice a little bit. <laughs> but here's the thing. I, I, I personally felt, because I did listen to I Am Greater Than I Was, and I, I genuinely think from... The first Savage Mode to that album, or no, it was Issa before that, right? Issa was before. Issa that. was before that. From Issa to I Am Greater Than I Was, you could feel so much progression out of Twenty One Savages with the way he picked beats, the production, the soul that went into the beats. Um, it, it still had the trap flavor, but it you could just feel the progression. Like it, it just felt like he was getting better. Now, I know that this is a sequel to his old uh, album with, with Metro Boomin, so it kind of has to fit that vibe. But it just felt like he, I don't want to say took a step back, but it kind of felt like he took a step back. 
and I know that you have to. I know that you have to make it a sequel to the first one. But and I think in regards of getting Morgan Freeman and getting Drake on there, in that regard, you're anding up a little bit. But I don't know it, the, the 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 music themselves, the, the the songs themselves. Eh, like they're just, just think- they're just average trap songs. He says "pussy." Sorry, Marcy, <laughs> that you're listening. I know you don't like that word, but he says it 83 times. I saw somebody tweet that. Okay, young that was Doug, the worst part of young that was Doug the worst said it part. 50 times in one song, so it's it's been worse. I'm not saying like I I, I appreciate that you know in real life. I just like that was the worst part. The ad lib, like said, do something else with the ad lib, brother. Like, I just think I just think production stuff. value production value alone from the first Savage Mode to this one, I is he took a huge leap. I think he, I mean I enjoyed this one from I haven't listened to every single song, but from what I've heard, yeah, I like this album better than the first one. I I would say that. Yeah, I, just, I mean from from a production standpoint alone, it's ten, it's better, just straight up. I would agree with you. That's fair. Morgan Freeman's on the album. It cannot be bad. 100%. I agree. God is on the album. It's <laughs> so Jesus. But, um, yeah, you guys are all giving the MVP to Morgan Freeman, and I'm handing it to Metro Boomin because he single-handedly, he, I'm not going to say carried because 21 really did his thing on that. But I'm going to say Metro Boomin put on the best beats I've ever heard him make. And he's just. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. That's a lot. So I think he's right there. And I'm going to go with. Um, I think 21 Savage actually is in the category of being underrated now. I think that he he can do his thing. Those last two songs, we're talking about growth and lyricism and whatever. Those last two songs are slower, and he can kind of do that. Um, the song with Drake and Young Thug are also slower. But my favorite 21 Savage is when he is just. Spitting on a, a, a beat, hard beat. He's skating and over the beat. My favorite song is Many Men, and that song the whole time had my face like, oh, is he did really you even, going hard like that? Did you that? even know the 50 Cent song before? Yeah, yeah, I did. Okay, fair enough. So, but it, the song in general, even without that, is just fire. I think 21 Savage really did his thing on this one, and I think it's a very worthy successor to Savage Mode. And there you go. Not much more to say. All right, let's keep it moving with the today's drops. Bryson Tiller. Uh, I haven't I haven't listened to anything until we get to a franchise by by Travis Scott. So uh, I will well, I'll be I checking out because I'm pretty sure the next, except for Bryson Tiller three, I might be the only one who listens. So um, <laughs> let's go let's go to Bryson Tiller because I do have some hot yeah. takes on this one too. I do as well. Um, do you want me to go first? Yeah, yeah Kate, go ahead. Kate, do you, did you listen? Do you want to go? On yeah, this? I'll go first, actually, because mine's going to be kind of short. I mean, I don't, listen, I don't listen to Bryson Tiller, like, a lot. Like, I don't know. The only song I've really played over and over is Self Made by him from that album a long time ago. Yeah. But uh, I, I actually do like this album. Uh, I need to listen to it more, but my first thoughts were that I, I liked it. It was pretty good. Yeah. Do you want me to go, or do you want to go? I I kind of want to let you have to say. Okay. I, mean, okay. I don't think we're gonna like have too much of a differing opinion. Okay. Okay. So I let me just start by saying I like Bryson Tiller. Um, number one, I, I I don't follow him like super closely, so I know to the day this is the anniversary of um, Trap Soul. So my I guess my first of my question to you is, is this 
like a celebratory thing for Trap Soul because he also was hinting that he has more coming, as in another album, maybe in the fall. My winter. guess was more like a deluxe. Okay, okay, that, that was my be. that was my guess. That's fair. Okay, so either way, um, the album, like, I liked it, but I definitely thought it was kind of mid. Like, I'm sorry, I like this. This is my hot take, I guess. Like, I don't know what it is, but. The, when he's singing to me, it's like the words don't. And this is gonna sound super like weird, but like the words don't hit me. Like I, I feel like it's, and this is kind of a diss, and I'm sorry to Bryson Tiller because I genuinely think he's a good talent, but it feels like background music to me. Like I don't, I don't know. Like it, it. There's no one song on that album that truly sticks out, and you can say the one with Drake, okay, but. Even that one, like I want the words to hit me. Like I don't, I didn't feel that. I felt like I don't know if it's him sounding the same on every song. I don't know if it's because the the kind. I don't even know if I'd say he's a like an R and B singer. It's more of a rap sung thing. I don't know if it's just that genre that I'm not the biggest fan of. Um, but I don't know. This album was good, but it wasn't great. I, I don't know. I, I don't foresee it being on my top 10 when uh, December rolls around. But it was a fun listen. Like, Drake did his thing. Um, it was a good vibe. I don't know. So those are my hot takes, I guess. Yeah, I know. and like I said, I didn't think we were going to be too far apart. I would go in the mid-category with, like, the I, – I did get the – I don't know. I just did. And the one with, with the grandma uh, – where he, I, don't know, I have to look it up. Like but I said, go on. my couple favorite songs, the one that sticks out to me isn't even the Drake one, it's Sorrows. I really okay. like that song. And the way, the best way I can describe his music is a Kevin, a, a very old Kevin Durant tweet. Was that this Kevin Durant tweet said, like, you ever just wake up in the middle of the night and think about the girl and be like, damn, I wonder? That's Bryson Tiller. <laughs> that is li quite literally Bryson Tiller. And I, yeah, you have, to, you have to be in the mood to listen to him. And I can tell you, I probably was not after listening to Savage Mode 2 and wanted to go, <laughs> wanted to go uh, do a drive-by on my, in, my, Jesus. in my suburban neighborhood. We'll bleep that. We'll bleep I, that for your future. It's a joke. Relax. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a joke. It's a joke. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like I said, I wasn't quite in the mood, but I enjoyed it, and I don't know how much I'll re-listen to it. Probably when I'm in the mood. Okay. <laughs> and that's about it. I mean, it was good. My, I think my favorite after one listen is "Keep Doing What You're Doing." I like that one. That was pretty good. Well, at least it wasn't the Drake. I. That's that's another thing with the Drake feature. I think Drake fits right on this album. Oh yeah. Because he kind of paved the way. For 100%. He really paved the way for that kind of style, so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the next three, I think, are just for me, because I don't think anybody has listened to them. Yeah. Okay, so West Side Gun, Who Made the Sunshine. This was supposed to come out, like, I think late August, so it got pushed a month for some reason. Um, West Side Gun fits the mold of, like, Pusha T, Freddie Gibbs, like, it's that trap coke rap. Um, he has the tr the crazy adlets, the brrrr, like he super love like his voice is super high and weird, but uh, the dude gets some crazy features. He got Slick Rick twice on this album. He had Jadakiss. He had Busta Rhymes. Um, I don't know if you're in the mood to do a drive by like Cam, <laughs> go listen to this album because it'll fire you up. 
Um, it, it's dope. Um, Griselda period, which is Westside Gun, Benny the Butcher, and Conway the Machine are a force to be reckoned with. This is, I think, his fourth project this year. So the dude pumps out albums left and right. And I'm 100% on the side of uh, quality over quantity. But the dude pumps out the same quality type music. I'm not saying it's absolutely 100% great. But you know what you're getting when you listen to West Side Gun. And I, I liked it. Uh, the next album, Only for Dolphins. So if you're a dolphin, you'll appreciate this album. Hey, that's you. But it, it, it is true. Um, Action Bronson, low-key Action Bronson is kind of my spirited animal in a way, a little bit. Um, He's a human, though. My spirit, <laughs> my spirit human. So yes, you're true. well, he is a dolphin. He is a dolphin too. But I will say this might be the funnest. Is funnest a word? Funnest, fun. most, most, most fun, fun, most fun album that I've heard in 2020. Might be a hot take. The the. The beats aren't even really beats. It's more instrumentation. You got sax. Um, you got the drums, the bongos. You got uh, the piano going. The dude raps over beautiful, beautiful instrumentation. And then he's rapping about sports. He's rapping about the mafia. Like, it's just all, well, I, I love it. And then you got little dolphin sounds in the back. It's not, <laughs> it's not the best album of the year, but it's definitely one of the most fun listens. So I'd recommend that. And then the Spillage Village album. Uh, that consists of Earth Gang, JID, Reba, um, a couple other people from Atlanta. Um, it, it's just a vibe, 100%. It's just positive vibes. Uh, JID stock definitely rose if you listen to this album. The man, I cannot wait for his next album because it's going to be out of this world. He proved himself on every song that he was on for that album. So look out for JID. He's a force to be reckoned with. Um, but if you're looking for just a straight vibe, positive vibes, check out that album. Um, so there's that. Then uh, we have Travis Scott, Young Thug, and M.I.A., the big, the supposed big single off Utopia, potentially. I don't know if it's on Utopia or not. Utopia is... Uh, he mentioned Utopia supposed, in the song. Yeah, he did. It, it could be potentially the next uh, title for Travis Scott's upcoming album. But uh, this is called Franchise, and I think I informed you. Yes, you did. You that the, I think the reason why it's called Franchise is because he keeps saying, in my white tee. And if you were back in high school in, like, the early, you know, mid-2000s, in my white tee is a Dem Franchise Boys song, so I think it's paying homage to that. Super cool. I low-key really like the MIA feature. Um, I haven't seen her name in a minute, and the fact she pops up on a Travis Scott song, I was there for it. I like her vibe, you know, the paper planes. Oh, I want to do it. So I like her. She's cool. I like the song. It's pretty good. What do you it, think, Ty? It's not, it's, it's, not like, it's not like the best Travis Scott song, but it's good. I liked it. Uh, it's a it's a good song. Um, Cactus Jack's got a lot going on right now, um, and he and he he's been on a roll lately. Uh, he's got McDonald's selling toys. Uh, what did you have? Did you have the meal? Did anybody here have the meal? I did. I have, have not. I have not. But I have had a quarter pounder with bacon before, which pretty much is what that but, is. But did you have it with lettuce? <laughs> And barbecue sauce. And, and lettuce. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Cactus Jack did not send me. I haven't I haven't got it yet. Uh, but yeah, uh, 
I'm excited. If this is the single off of his upcoming album, I'm excited for it. Go, 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 also, Cactus Jack. I also got a shirt and a hat from the McDonald's uh, collab, so I'm waiting for that, baby. I, I almost pulled the trigger on. He was doing a three-shirt a three deal for $28. It was really? a plain white tee, but it had the Cactus Jack right here. I almost did it, but Travis, I don't know why you charge $12 for shipping. Like, that's me, I, I've listened to the song a couple times. It doesn't really make it to my... When I'm in the car, I don't go to it first. I'm leaning towards not liking it. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it will change. It's subject to change, but right now I'm leaning towards not liking it. These guys didn't come up in the you know two thousand the two thousand tens because this yup and my white tee. They didn't vibe with it, apparently. As far as Travis Scott goes, he killed his thing. Young Thug kind of if the I. I, I'll never disrespect Young Thug, but it was I will. okay. I will. I know. <laughs> he just, I don't know. And the beat was super dope. Like, I love the beat. I just didn't, I expected more from the song. I don't know. I didn't really like it that much. It was good, though. It doesn't have the legs to be a sicko mode, that's for sure. And it and it wasn't, it wasn't even a highest in the room for me. Yeah. Highest in the okay. room was dope. I could see highest in the room being on his next album. Because, yeah, if he plays the stream game, he'll throw that on there just to get gold right away yeah so. i see highest in the room being better than this okay and i didn't think that was the greatest song no me neither but yeah. i think it's a yeah. step above this yeah. okay me. so you're saying travis scott is losing it i'm saying this is no he's saying no, it he's saying it he didn't take an l it's like it's more in the middle it's less of a w than highest in the room was which was less of a w than astro world was <laughs> <laughs> so so he's hinting that he's losing it no, I like Tyus. He could easily come back. His albums are amazing because he takes the time. I feel like Highest in the Room could have been on Astro World and would have been fine. I like Highest in the Room. <laughs> it's okay. It's good. All right, let's keep it moving. Um, Detroit too. I know Cam probably has a lot of thoughts on this because he's a huge Big Sean guy. Um, you want me to just get my thoughts off quick? That's and then, fine. Do yeah. you guys have anything? You guys? Yeah. Have uh, I. I personally, I'm a, I love Big Sean, um, and I thought this was overwhelming or underwhelming. Sorry, I was, I had high expectations for this, uh, and it's been a while since we've got a Big Sean album, and I was super underwhelmed. I was expecting a lot more out of Big Sean. Like, I there are definitely good songs on there. Um, that, the Dave Chappelle skit was really cool um but i was expecting more out of big sean like i was hoping after taking a little bit of time off he was going to come with a freaking front to back straight heater like big sean i i know he's capable of it and for me it just kind of solidifies him of like not quite being an a-lister but being like in between a b-lister and an a-lister for me okay let me just say one point before you uh you go Cade. It's hard to go front to back on an album when you put 21 songs on an album, and we're just because it's we're it's because we're in the streaming age. If if this album were released 10 years, you know, maybe five ish years, uh, it would have been there would have been songs that were cut. But um, we're in a streaming age, so that's that's what that is. But go ahead, Cade. Uh, I really like the Wolves song with Post Malone. 
that one is the one that stands out the, the most to me. And that's really about it. I mean, I, I don't know. I also kind of forgot about it. <laughs> not going to lie. I've listened to it a lot. I, haven't, you know, I haven't heard that in a minute. So, what? I've been listening to something a lot? Huh? Wait, what haven't you heard in a minute? Uh, Detroit. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, okay, so I want to start off by saying I, I really like – in terms of the, we were talking earlier about with Savage Mode Two about kind of keeping the consistency with the sequels. Um, I really like how he brought the stories back from the original Detroit yes. mixtape. So uh, we got a story by Dave Chappelle, Erica Badu, and Stevie Wonder. Erica Badu's was a little weird, but she's weird and great. But she's just weird. Her story was weird. Dave Chappelle's story was awesome. And Stevie Wonders was super powerful. I really enjoyed that. Um, for me, uh, number one, I think the album is bloated. I think I already kind of talked about that. 21 songs. There are definitely some that I would cut and that I didn't think really fit the mold. Um, but there are amazing songs on this. The, the, the highs are super high and the lows are just kind of mid and they could have been thrown out. My favorite song, and it's it's not, it doesn't even have a star by it because it's not the Apple Top Ten or whatever. But every everything that's missing, that hits my soul so hard, dude. It's such a great song. I absolutely love it. Um, what else? Guard Your Heart, absolutely amazing. Um, Deep Reverence has Nipsey on it. Super cool. Um, but there are songs that I think are kind of throwaways. Dawn Life is amazing with Lil Wayne, but um, the Cipher, the Cipher as well. The that Cipher is so cool. The Cipher is cool just because it's all Detroit guys. Eminem and Royce absolutely murdered it. Like you, I knew they would. But and the, uh, T Grizzly. Yeah, yeah. I'm T not the biggest T Grizzly well. guy, but yeah, he did his thing. Um, the, there are some songs that are just weird, like Zen, like ZTFO. Um, it has like med like meditation like chill vibes, but it's a turn up song. I don't know. There's just some like weird songs that I think could have been thrown out. I wasn't the biggest fan of Body Language. I like Janae Akio's verse. Um, I I liked I like the 2088 song better than Body Language. I like Body Language better. Okay, fair enough. I I I thought it was good. Ty, I think you hit it on the head. He's tier two. He's not tier one rapper. He'll, I don't want to say he'll always be a tier two, but he always puts out good music, but it's just not, it doesn't get over the hump to be great for me. Um, the album's bloated. The highs are high. The lows are mid. Um, and I thought it was a good album. It'll definitely be in my top 10 where I don't know, but um, I like this album. It's still, I still play it on a good rotation. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm a huge Big Sean fan. He's always been a rapper that's been kind of special to me. He's like one of the first rappers I really got interested in. I feel like in. he's kind of like Mac Miller is to me. Like, you kind of grew yeah. with him a little bit. Yeah, right? and I mean, there was a point in Big Sean's career when even objectively looking at it, like, let's say coming off Detroit, coming off of Finally Famous, he was looking to be like a top, top guy. Like, when he's good, he is really good. Like you guys said, like, I, I'd say... I mean, he could have been top five, really. He just had that down, down with. Uh, I like. I'm a big Hall of Fame fan. Was not received well, 
But you got Hall of Fame, and you got Double or Nothing, which I can't get behind Big Sean at all on that one. I'm sorry, man. You're taking that. That's what your boy Metro Boom is. I do love Metro, but Big Sean just did. Big Sean and Metro is not a combo I want. I didn't even listen to the album because it got such bad reviews. Yeah, it was that bad. I I can tell you that. Um, I love songs like Full Circle. And then um, something about Big Sean is that something I really like about him is that he'll always talk about, like, his mental battle that he's always had and harder than my demons is that kind of song even though it's like a uh kind of turn up song whatever but he is always talking about his mental battle and this album talks about everything from love to his mental battle everything that's missing you know just a lot of topics yeah a lot of topics and he's just so well-rounded i really do like this album. i'm sure you'll probably see it in my top 10 as well and i think it's a worthy successor but not better than the original detroit that needs to be on streaming 100%. I can't. Actually, look at what I did the other day. <laughs> oh, you got it? Yeah, I did a couple of them. I did uh, Days Before Rodeo. That a boy. Yeah. Wow, he's cool. scheming over here. <laughs> Don't tell the world. We'll, we'll bleep that part out. All right. Okay, uh, next on the list is Laugh Now, Cry Later. The, the single by Drake um, is with Lil Durk. Surprisingly, I actually really enjoyed this song. Um it, when I first saw it with Lil Durk, and I was like, just uh, not even listening to it, I saw I was featuring Lil Durk. I'm like, Lil Durk on a on a lead single uh, on an album by Drake. Like, what is this? What is this? And then I listened to it. I really loved it. I I will say I I I I like the video and I like the song. I feel like if you listen to the video first and then the song second, it just makes it better. I don't know why. Then you play the video in your head. Right. <laughs> I, I love the video. It's so dope. Um, I really like this song. I think it's a worthy lead single to Certified Lover Boy. I even think Lil Durk did his thing. Um, yeah, I, I was a fan. Um, it reminded me a lot of like a, a more... It reminded me of Trophies the old song from um, the young, the second Young Money album. Uh, it, it felt like a, a, a trophies, but more geared towards the new wave of rap. Like it has that trappy kind of auto-tune vibe, but it has the trumpets like, like, uh, like trophies did. And even it, it also has the kind of same vibe as a middle child type song by J. Cole. Um, I really, I really liked it. Um, I, I, I really want to get into when we think Certified Lover Boy is going to come out, but I want to hear you guys' thoughts on the song. I really like this song uh, pretty much for all the same points you do. It's a great lead single for his new album. I mean, I was playing it in the car today with my mom, and even she knew it. She knew the song. So. Did she go, baby? <laughs> yeah, <I> said, baby. <laughs> uh, Ty, what do you think of this song? It's gas, man. It's it's Drake doing what Drake does. He he puts out heat. Is it the song? I, I liked it so far. Um, it's probably up there. Probably up there. Okay. I honestly, I think probably the song of 2020 is the song we're going to talk about next. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I respect that. Do you have anything before? Should we speculate when? The only thing I have Lover before Boy? is what, yeah. When I saw Lil Durk, I was like, yo, what's going on? Because Lil Durk. Either Lil Durk either has auto-tune Lil Durk, which would fit in, or he has 21 Savage type Durk, and it's like, oh my goodness, what are we in for? <laughs> and So you like the auto-tune version? Yeah, I do. I really do like Lil Durk when he has auto-tune, except for one song. But yeah, I mean, this is a dope single, and I 
said, I want to shout out Lil Dirk because he didn't get washed by Drake, even though. Yeah. You, yeah. It's very it's very respectable if you get washed by Drake. All right, so let's speculate when Certified Love Voice coming out. That's the supposed album title to Drake's upcoming album. Um, when he dropped Dark Lane demo tapes earlier this year, um, he said it, an album was coming in the summer. Summer has pretty much gone. It is, gone. Uh, it, it is officially fall, and it's October. He is October's very own. Will we be getting a Drake album this month? What do you guys think? Or are we going to get more fall vibes? Um, I think it would be very fitting for a certified lover boy album to come out mid cuffing season uh, <laughs> at the end of October. Um, I, I think it would be fitting. October's very own. Uh, let, let's get it, Drake. We're ready. We are ready. We're ready. What features? What features do we want? I, Lil Wayne. Lil, Lil Wayne. That's who I, was I would love a Lil Wayne one. I would yeah. love a Lil Wayne one. Weekend I, would be cool. I would absolutely love to see a weekend Drake uh, re reunion. That'd be so dope. I hope that would be the most OP song of all time. Cuffing. That would fit. That would fit. Weekend. Certified lover boy type vibe. We just want the certified lover boy merch. That's all we want. <laughs> Cam wants the merch. Cam wants it's the merch. Nike. It is Nike. The, the merch does look dope. Not gonna lie. All right, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going with the music. Uh, I know Cade is ready to talk about this one. This is his jam. <laughs> We're going to talk about WAP, Cardi B, and Megan Thee Stallion. Ty thinks it's the song of 2020 so far. It's a bop. It is a bop. It is a chart topper, um, whether you like it or not. Um, it's a good song. The, the video, I think, is better again. I mean, that's just me. I don't know about you guys. What do you think, Ty? Do you have some thoughts or um my my one beef with this song is that uh in the times that we're living in we're we don't get to enjoy it in the in the bars in the club uh, i think that'd be uh, quite the experience to listen to this song at at, at a bar or, or in a club um but no, i absolutely so that would be something i uh i absolutely love this song um it makes me laugh uh it, it's just it's a fun song. I love the TikToks that go with it. Um, <laughs> Everyone loves the TikToks that go with it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> honestly, like Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion, like they they can go bar for bar. Like they can. I won't. I won't cap. Like Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion, they can hold their own. All right. The hard hitting question, though, I think on this whole podcast, Cade, this is for you. Do you like WAP in real life? <laughs> Come on, Kane. There's only one right answer. Yeah. Good man. Good man. Marcy will like that one. When favorite, she goes to look up what it actually means. Yeah, my favorite thing about this song is when I was in the weight room one day and it just started playing and I'd never seen a strength coach run to switch the song on his iPod so fast. So Ew, why has he got an iPod? Or iPhone, whatever. <laughs> I just said that, but it was so funny. That was the funniest thing I've ever witnessed in my life. Good times, good times. All right. Um, Wait, before we move on from music, we did not, not talk about what? We're not moving on from music. Well, okay, just go. I have an album that I need to talk about. Right, go for it. Okay, this album is definitely making my top 10, and it's Lil Tecca's. Uh, Lil Tecca's new album. What, you don't like it, Cam? He ruined Dolly. He did not ruin Dolly. After listens, I think it's just as good. 
No, this album, every song is good. Go and listen to it, I promise you. I have listened. His next album will be amazing, I promise you. Oh, you promise Yeah. Me. Okay, I, promise. I, I, I bet that song was actually very enjoyable. And the third song with Polo <laughs> and Lil Durk, actually. I showed Trey. You guys are losing me. You're losing no, me with these no, people. I showed you the Polo G and Lil Durk song. Oh, you were like, okay. that actually wasn't too bad. Okay. I, I did like Tekka's album. He's a rising star. I'll give him that. I like Tekka. He, was he on Double XL? I think so. I think he was. I, I don't was remember. He's, he's very talented at a very young age. All right. The, the last three we can kind of breeze by a little quick. Uh, Gifted is a single by... Corday, No More YBN, and Roddy Rich. I know Cam is a big fan song of Song of the Year for me. I love really? this song. I love this song. Okay. It's dope. I Ty, think that these it? two are right in their wheelhouse with this one. I haven't heard it, no. It's I pretty really cool. like I'm a big YBN, Cordy fan. Just Corday fan now. Sorry. As am I. And I really like Roddy Rich. I think Roddy Rich could kill any chorus he's on. That's yeah, fair. I really like it. Um, I think Certified Love, or not Certified, uh, Laugh Now, Cry Later is uh definitely over it for song of the year but it's really good that's your opinion man i like this song yeah that's just my opinion i have to check it out and then two just albums that um they're kind of not old now but they've been in the rotation for a little bit limbo by amine don't sleep i've been trying to tell cam that he's just he's more than just the caroline guy uh, he's at, he can hold his own with the other rappers in, in the game today. And then I have to we have to bring up uh, No Pressure by Logic. Um, I don't think this was out. It definitely wasn't out the last time we did a podcast. No, it was the night of. Oh, okay. So we previewed. Yeah, no. Yeah, we talked. No, I think we talked about it. Okay. Actually, no, you might be right. I think we did talk. Either way, I absolutely loved it. It is uh, 100% worthy successor of under pressure um is a great album i love it so hey do you, did you guys like no yeah pressure? ty tell me you've listened to no pressure right yeah no i this is probably my favorite on this entire list that we have going on here man logic Log, logic did his thing on this i it was i think i pretty sure i said this on the last podcast it was like the best of logic i from every album put into this one um and him and no id went absolutely crazy uh it was dope no id is a cheat code for sure it's funny that all the rappers that kind of have their own producer like drake with 40 and no idea logic and then i'm gonna throw savage and metro in there they they usually kind of do very well although logic did say that uh he might have a one-off album with mad Lib. Madlib is another producer who is absolutely insane, and that'd be dope. So we'll see. All right, uh, let's move it to sports because it's been already kind of a long podcast. So we'll get to that in the gaming. Um, what what's the NBA score right now? Anybody? Know? Uh, I wouldn't know. We're doing a podcast. All right. Or just assume the Lakers are beating them. S S series. Lakers in five. All right. <laughs> Here I'll look it up. Do you guys have any thoughts on NBA, MLB, or football? Oh, I got, I got a lot of thoughts on on the NBA. I got to talk to Cam about. I, I got to talk about the Clippers choke job. What uh, is going on? How are we not going to bring that up? Are you kidding me? I thought we were going to skate by. NBA, NBA playoffs have been. NBA playoffs have been nuts. 
What do you? you all right, you uh, you have the floor. Defend your Clippers. You can you can throw the. I mean that I laughed so hard at that uh, Twitter video or like the TikTok that you sent about Doc Rivers. Like I'm gonna be fired. You're trash. Already people on the whole internet. But uh, comedy. Oh my goodness, the worst thing imaginable. I I got terrible nightmares. When they went up 3-1, I got terrible nightmares of 2015 when they blew the lead to the Rockets. And sure enough, what happens is they, they absolutely blow a 3-1 lead to the Denver Nuggets. I mean, they, they blame it on chemistry, which is very apparent. But Doc Rivers, I, I love the man, but he's, he had to get out of town because he played Evita Zubats, who was the highest net-rated offensive player, highest-rated net, net defensive player, in the whole NBA playoffs, and that's of any player, 14 minutes in Game 7. Marcus Morris, who you went out and traded for, who he was essentially a one-year rental. I mean, he could pay, they could pay him. He, he didn't play at all in the second half, and it was just very questionable. Paul George, I love the man, and I've never slandered him, but Paul George, there's no excuse. You're, Pandemic you're, P. You're, you're a scrub in this league. <laughs> I can't. I, that shot think, that went off the side of the backboard, yeah. no one even next to him was just I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Uh I I I think the the clip the Clipper fans that I've talked to and what I've seen on social media and stuff, I think they use Doc Rivers as a crutch in, in this series. Um I think not enough blame goes on Kawhi Leonard and not enough I mean, people are slamming not, not PG but George, he was getting eaten alive. No, I, I I don't think enough blame gets on Kawhi Leonard and I mean pandemic P I mean they actually they, they that's literal definition of a choke job. I've never seen anything like it in my life. That fourth quarter was abysmal. Another I person that I, genuinely, genuinely like that that shut down all questions about, you know, is he is he taking the throne? Is he is he like no, like Kawhi, Kawhi, you can you, you can sit down. Um I, <laughs> I, I, I how, how do you lose that series? I don't. I, 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 don't, have an answer. I, don't, I don't have an answer for you. Tip, tip, of the cap, tip of the cap to the Nuggets that Jamal Murray and Jokic, they balled out. Um, but, yeah, Clippers, that's tough. Here's, that is tough. here's what I can say. You can even document me on this podcast as saying Kawhi Leonard was better. And this was the first time in my entire life that I've doubted that someone was better than LeBron James. And... In in shame, absolute shame, I wore my LeBron Lakers jersey the whole day the next day. And I will never doubt LeBron until he retires in this league ever again. I don't care if he's 80 with a cane on the court, he will be the best player. But outside of outside of the Clippers choking, I think this playoffs have been really entertaining. Um, the, the finals, I, I think... The, the Lakers should be able to handle Miami. Um, I really like Jimmy Butler and what the Heat got going on, and Tyler Hero, um, and Bam. But I don't think they can they can slow down AD and LeBron. They're just going. They're they're in a groove right now. They're locked in. I think LeBron's got his eye on the prize, and no one's going to be able to stop him. Um, I would. It's just kind of a shame. I was really hoping in the Western Conference Finals we were going to see Clippers and. Uh, Clippers and Lakers, but you know they just couldn't pull it off. 
but the bubble playoffs have been a success and really entertaining. My last, my last point is that if you thought this year of NBA was amazing, wait until next year when Kevin Durant and Kyrie come back and Clay. That's going to be good. And then yeah. we're going to get two more very strong teams, and it's just going to be absolute chaos next year. There you go. The Cubs lost, so the MLB, I couldn't care less about. To the Marlins. Ew. Um, does anyone got an update on who won the uh, Cardinals? Cardinals Padres. I was I'm kind of rooting for Slam Diego to to win that Dodson series. Put the team on his back last night for the Cardinals game. But yeah, yeah the MLB playoffs uh, is a little. It's been a little chaotic. Not I wouldn't say chaotic, but it's just, one nothing. Who did? Padres. Slam Diego. They're my team. I'm rolling with. Want to keep seeing um, peace in these playoffs? Yeah, they're they're probably the most fun team to watch. Them or the Braves? I would say the Braves. That no, no, no. The the Marlin, the Marlins are going to play the Braves. The Braves are a good team. I don't know who's going to come out of the NL. Uh, it's probably going to be the Dodgers. It's going to be annoying. Um, but yeah, the, the MLB playoffs is it just doesn't have the same. I want to say like pizzazz as the NBA playoffs, but. Maybe as it narrows down, it'll get a little bit more interesting. I'm with it. Any football updates? Do you guys have any thoughts on Corona football right now? Carolina. Big Ten's playing. What'd you say? The Big Ten is playing. Oh yeah. Nope. Uh, that's that's not fell, but good good job. I said football. I would. I would say um, if I'm a Ravens fan, I'm a little concerned. Uh, if I am a Carolina fan, I have a little hope. Uh, and I think the Rams are a sleeper team that could win the Super Bowl. Hope for what exactly as a Carolina fan? I, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I mean, when McCaffrey comes back, how long is he out for? He's out for four weeks. He's been out for two, so he's got a couple more weeks to come back. And once he, what's the record right now? They are one, two. Yeah, like, I wouldn't, they, I, w- I would just say about, Skipping Carolina, I I was just trying to bring up Colin, uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey, but I think the Chiefs exposed the the Ravens that if you can stop it, if you if you can stop if you can stop their run game, they're I mean they looked like they didn't know how to play football once they stop once the Chiefs stopped the run game. I I would agree with you that. The Chiefs are – I think it was more the Chiefs are really, really good than the Ravens are really, really bad. I still think no, – the, the, the Ravens good. are a good team. The Ravens are a good team, but I don't think – I just think they played conservatively, and it was so annoying. Pat, Pat Mahomes literally did whatever he wanted. It was back – He likes to go by Patrick. I, I, <laughs> I call him Patty as well. But, uh, yeah, he did whatever he wanted. Um, I was super butthurt just because – that was supposed to be an early game of the year, and it ended up being lopsided. They played boring football. Like you said, they stopped the run, and it was, yeah, just annoying. But what do you do? So. Uh, I, would, I would say the one thing about NFL that's been kind of – I wouldn't say surprising, but there have been super like, unfortunate injuries to a lot of big-name people. Um, and a lot of people are saying it's due to like not having 
a proper preseason training coming into the season. I mean, it just kind of sucks that a lot of these big names are, are going down, um, which is unfortunate. And uh, Titans and Steelers had to reschedule because uh, the, a COVID outbreak. Um, and I hope it's not the demise of the season. Retweet, retweet. Yep. All right. Um, I know we, we want to get to some gaming. So uh, any final sports thoughts or should we keep it going? Let's keep it rolling. All right. Let's finish it out with some uh, gaming box score. So uh, we have PS5 versus did, – did you change that? Or I, maybe I just messed it up. PS5 versus the new X – what is X, the new Xbox, Xbox One? Xbox, Xbox One Series X. Uh, okay. Series X. I messed it up. PS5 versus Xbox One Series S. What are we I think I think I think three of us are getting one, and the other one is up in the air. Cade, what are you gonna get? I have no clue because, as you see, my other bold point is Microsoft bought Bethesda, which is huge. Which, tell us what that is. I don't know. That gives them the right to Skyrim games, Fallout games, and. Doom games, which I don't really play, but those are still really, really big AAA games, all three of them. Skyrim's a huge generational game. People still play it to this game, to this day. Does that, mean, so, does that mean they'll be Xbox exclusive? I, there's been some talk that they might not be, but they, they can be. So I don't want to buy a PS4 and then not have the, not be able to play my favorite game of I, all time. I, I just kind of. I want. I want the the gaming wars to pan out like a South Park episode, where uh, the, the two battle it out and on Black Friday to see who the the console the console war. We'll see. Most for life. Whatever you buy, it won't really matter because most games are moving to crossplay. Cross, yeah. So you will. Be able to play with your friends. It's basically down to exclusives and price now, and specs, which no one cares about unless you're in there. Exclusives: God of War, Ragnarok, 2021. The game looks amazing. PlayStation, yes. So, what are our top like wish lists for like games? You know, I don't. We tell me whatever number. Just one. That's, two, that's one hard two. for me. What are, you, what are you asking? Just like. Your top wish list for games. Mm. I would say Call of Duty, obviously. Um, I'm really excited for Cyberpunk 2077. That's in November. Yeah, I, I saw that. That was confirmed. I, I saw that. Wow. I'm excited for the Avengers game. Uh, it's already out, so it's not like super top of my list. I am excited for Miles Morales because I absolutely love the Spider-Man game. Um, so that looks cool. And then... Okay, you might laugh at me here, but I saw some ads for it, and I, you know me, there's like a mafia game, but it's the definitive edition. Oh yeah, that's a big game, and so yeah, that's a big remake. The one mafia game I got for PS4 is like Mafia Three. I started to play it, and it, it's not like Italian mafia. Mm-hmm. That that game looked like it was Italian mafia, so I'm about that. Uh, I want to try it. So, <laughs> right. top games. Elder Scrolls 6, um, Cyberpunk 2077, Call of Duty Cold War, which looks really good. Like, it's bringing it back to Call of Duty's roots, kind of like what Modern Warfare did. 
are you going to play the campaign and as are you going to have are you going to go with Reagan and drop off crack in a inner city? I have no clue. I'm not really sure what I'm going to do yet. <laughs> okay, keep going with the wish list. Sorry. <laughs> That's probably about it. I I mean yeah, it's about it. Okay. I'll just be I'll just be hyped for for zombies. I haven't played zombies in a yeah. minute. <laughs> zombies looks dope. I watched the the long little eight minute thing. It looked cool. Always a good time. Yeah. So for me, it'd be Call of Duty, God of War, Cyberpunk, and then <clears throat> I saw they released a new Crash Bandicoot game. So I'll throw that in there. Okay. Oh, also, don't forget Miles Morales for me. Yeah, that looks was that 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 indicates you're getting PS5 though. No. Also, sleep on Assassin's Creed Valhalla. What do we think about this uh, uh, Star Wars Squadrons game? Uh, it's all right. I mean, if you want to do that, go play Battlefront. But it's, okay. too much, it's too much money just for an online flying game to me. Okay. And then the last thing for gaming, are we pre-ordering this? Are we going to hold out and try and get it in November at the stores? What do we think on that? I've tried to get on and do a pre-order, but you literally can't pre-order anywhere. It's all sold out, so it's annoying. But I'm, uh, I'm probably going to wait till Black Friday. There's no would be. Well, yeah. Cyber Monday or whatever. Any deals on it. I need to decide what I'm getting first. So here's what I'll do, Trey. I, I'm working that tournament this weekend. Oh, flex. so the next time they restock, I am there and I am buying it. Wow. <laughs> Are you still selling selling your plasma? No, not no. I got a tattoo, so I, I'm out for a month or you not a month, six months. You can't do that. That's if, a you, if you get a tattoo, you have to sit out six months. So. That's weird. I'm okay. out. I'm out on that. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Any uh, final any final thoughts for you, Scrubs? Nope. All right. All right. His last let's last watch the rest of his finals. He's savage mode too. You did what? The last time we did a podcast way back when. Yeah. I I was like, oh yeah, they've they've been teasing savage mode too. Oh yeah. Way back. So can you can you say that for like Kendrick album and then it can come true or? Well, I'd have to have some information. <laughs> Really, you're not going to do this for me? Come on, there's give me, no, there's give no me some magic here. I want no information about it. All right, whatever. All right, we have a special guest on the podcast today. Hi. <laughs> all, all right. Oh, it's we, me. <laughs> hello. <laughs> all right. This is the Scrubs Podcast and Are You Entertained? We'll be back tomorrow. It was great to get with the homies. And thanks for listening. Back for more. Scrub.